0: Dustin, hi, I'm back with the New York Minute. This is Lila and I'm sitting in the passenger seat of a complete stranger's car this week. I have only seen this person on TV and he picked me up from Grand Central this afternoon. I am speaking to Edwin today who moved from Kimberly to Los Angeles to further his career in acting about three years ago and so far he's been torturing me a little bit but I am not having the worst time of my life. Edwin you've been on the road for a couple of days now. I
1: took a little road trip from uh, my house on the shore in Florida and we took uh, two days, drove for 12 hours, got a hotel in Virginia little town called Lexington and then we shot straight up to New York
0: and here we are we're driving we've got the Hudson on our right uh, we have the Brooklyn Bridge lying behind us we're driving uptown at the moment Edwin and I actually got in touch because we have something in common other than both being South African we enjoy the occasional uh, sing-along <laughs> so uh, we um yeah we got together to just exchange some cool ideas about music and I of course know his face from appearing in a couple of our local TV dramas, some movies. Edwin, tell me about the music you released when you were back in South Africa. I, I think it got some airplay even on Highfeld at one point.
1: There was a song um, that I, and I was out of the country at the time, um, and then, yeah. In Johannesburg, uh, a friend of mine said that, that one of the songs were on Highfeld, Three Reasons Why, um, which was the name of the album as well. The 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 idea of the album really started in two thousand eight when I was working in Canada over in Calgary. I saw um, Lifehouse live, and I just I was like completely just mesmerized by Jason Wade's vocals. And I, as a I mean high school student, I would always sing to their music and when I just saw it live it it made sense.
0: You've been singing in a few of the productions you've been involved with also.
1: Yeah, so I was in uh, Stadeloper or Stadeloper and um, the SABC um, TV show Snake Park and that show was basically my bread and butter in South Africa. We got three million views per episode. Did you actually um, have
0: to work with snakes in the show?
1: That's the funny thing, people think it's about the jungle, right? but it's actually, I think they should have called it Skate Park or something, because it's about a professional skateboarder right. who goes through, um, you know, the troubles of youth. And then there's a surfer kid who's a, a rich guy's son, and he goes through the trouble of entitlement.
0: Big problems. Yeah, yeah. Big problems. First world
1: problems. Yeah. So,
0: so when you moved from Kimberley to Los Angeles, was it an easy transition
1: I mean, yes and no, you know, when you have nothing else to lose anymore, you just you just have upwards to go, you know. Um, so yes, in the sense that I had 300 bucks in my name and I pretty much didn't want to go and spend my savings, I had to really hustle, you know, I had to get busy immediately and but then again, it, the adjustment was great because it made me grow and today, you know, I, yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, you look
0: back and you feel like you've accomplished something.
1: I mean, absolutely, you know, when I got the green card, um, that, that in its own was a confirmation that they considered me in the, the top 1%, you know, people who apply for the EB1, the artist green card, it's not an a easy one to get, but I, I mean, I, I just did my homework and I had really good lawyers and I always kept my media, I kept my show reels, I kept everything, you know, handy, because I knew that the day would come where I might just need it, so, but it was an adjustment sure you know I um so I
0: I would I would really say that your career has given you the foundation you need to start a life here in America and um a lot of people come over just uh you know because they feel like oh I have to leave South Africa because we don't have a future or you know whatever their reasons are but I think that you had something driving you um and when you take a chance like that you never know whether or not it's gonna work out especially in something as big as the film industry and you jumped right into it you went into Hollywood did it how long did it take you to find your feet make some contacts land uh, a gig here or there you
1: know Lila that's a really cool observation that you just made you know you said uh, my acting career actually became the foundation um, toward coming over here and that's true I, I think about that a lot to answer your question it took about five years So, I've only been here for three, right? Um, So, with that being said, I used to visit America while I was living in South Africa, and I basically um, just visited here a lot, and I started building my connections while I was... um,
2: you're gonna hear someone honk at me
1: because I'm driving like a Johannesburger. <laughs>
0: it's okay, we're so, yeah. in New York. So. Yeah, and you also I hear the occasional, like, boom, because yeah. of uh, We do have potholes in New York. Yeah. Don't and and you grass? have that
1: South African blood in you that you yeah. really just don't care. You
0: don't care. I mean, so, and then the grass isn't yeah. always greener on the other I, side. We've I, also don't have potholes.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care, bro. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so yeah, I, I, I started networking five years ago. I um, built some connections, some people in. I guess the political industry even like you know where they would have connections and I would learn the the good ethics of this country and how they present themselves and uh, Yeah, and I just I became friends with people like veterans and and police officers and people who just have really good routines and I would just kind of see how they do it and Then I met some people in LA and I went over and visited and then I really got exposed so I just started feeling like every time I came here to to work the system here was was in was in place uh, and it it just made the life so much easier for some reason i i just resonated with the way that people in like that the system in america does things you know the cell phone bills aren't so complicated you don't have to worry about megabytes you just pay your 60 bucks a month and you it's unlimited you know you want to do headshots you can actually just go into a, a print shop real quick and it's there's like one on each corner. And we it's have
0: just... drive-through ADM banks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, went to one like 2 days ago. You just Isn't it you...
0: funny how we grew yeah. up like I mean, I'm from Shishuy in Natal. Um, like a very rural town and uh, I mean you're from Kimberley, and Mm. I think we both didn't grow up with these sort of what the tech and not even to speak about like the the, this fast pace of life um, and not all the luxuries and then you come to the States and that's just kind of like normal to them and you adjust right and it's kind of um it's, it's funny how quickly we adjust to to life here
1: if you if you stick through anything in life doesn't matter how hard it is you're probably gonna survive And come out stronger. And it's really just—it's so simple, you know. It's such a cliche, but it's so true.
0: But it's it's valuable insight, especially when uh, when you make a big move to a different country. I feel like the first year I was kicking and screaming, um, and now I'm sort of like I'm in the vibe, you know. And it just takes a little bit of time if you just uh, stick to it. Yeah,
1: and you know, uh, Lila, that's why I asked you today. I was like, man, you're like really a New Yorker now, huh? Because you just naturally, like, when I, when I pulled up, you were there with your coffee, you were, like, ready, <laughs> you had, like, your, your hand on someone's throat and the coffee in the <laughs> other. It was beautiful, but but no, really, you, you just naturally get it. I and do. and you flow so se- uh, seamlessly it's like...
0: In the music, uh, you mean? it's just specify uh, for people yeah. who... Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> and I mean the fact that you, you book shows, you actually book, and you go out and you perform. And I was like, when I asked you, like, wow, so you're just booking and you're so used to it now, huh? you don't get stressed anymore? And your answer was, like, no. There's a certain um, energy that comes with uh, a burning desire. You just kind of go into tunnel vision. You're like, I feel if anything f- like feels worth, worth it, and you have to do something else that's hard, but it is, it's linked to that thing that's worth it, the thing that's hard becomes easier. You know, it's, it's a weird concept. Like, if I had to mow the lawn, but I know I'm gonna make 20 bucks, and I need 20 bucks to buy mm. a train ticket to Hollywood i'm gonna mow the lawn you're gonna it's, mow the lawn it's gonna get hard but i'm gonna be like 20 bucks train ticket hollywood that's a stupid example but it's an example nevertheless so
0: so wait we know your face from the toyota ad toyota
1: yeah toyota ego huh
0: did that put you on the map or do you feel like you've already
1: no that's funny that's the um that's it's so funny wait, let's describe
0: the scene for people who are listening let's put that Image in their, in their head You're the guy Standing at Leaning against the car Pretending that it's yours And yep. then all these girls Are like Showing interest Because you're uh, They're assuming it's your car And then the guy Who actually owns the car Walks up to you And, uh, and he
1: bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah and then I'm like Embarrassed Alright And so- uh, the Indian lady Takes her cookie back And I'm like Just <laughs> traumatized And all of a sudden I see another blue ego Across the street And I get that little Smuggy Like quirky smile On my face and, mm.
0: Wait are we actually In your car Or is this also just
1: No, I bought this car with my own money, (laughs) Toyota didn't want to pay for it. Buy an Ego today.
0: Um, This this interview is not sponsored by Toyota, but I just wanted to give you an idea of who I'm sitting next to. Um, I think the the, the funny thing is that we're uh, two strangers. We just met up and it's just, I think that when you live your life, not necessarily on social media, but you're in the eye of the media then people assume that you're living this glamorous life or that you're like this really um uptight person can't speak to it. but i've had a great time with you this afternoon
1: thank you yes and i live an incredible life you know i live on the ocean i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> just as i thought i was, like, like, I was gonna go there i'm yeah. like this guy's so down to yeah, earth. Yeah.
1: but i actually do i mean i work <laughs> okay. my ass off oh i'm are you gonna have to I, I cut can, that off
0: i can beat that off.
1: okay you i work my rear end off
0: and that makes you human
1: yeah but then again is it really working my rear enough if i'm in new york on a wednesday is it wednesday today
0: stop <laughs> oh my gosh you're gonna give everybody I know. Okay, to no. this.
1: so now everyone's confused and they think what
0: a jerk yeah but
1: i i'm glad that you feel that
0: for aspiring actors what is the first thing they need to do is it important to get an agent get an audition tapes what what are the first things you do
1: well, so that's funny. We just spoke about that in a in an acting um, gathering I do. I, I go to a class to this day, and um, it's advised that if you are oh, I thought that was a parking spot. Sorry, this is New York. How oh do you my try gosh, man! Yeah, this is critical <laughs> stuff. No, I mean, so I would even say if if you don't have an agent, I think we got lucky.
0: Uh, Can nope, b- nope. at the fire
1: hydrant. Yep. So if if you just start out, you know, you want to go to an acting class and gain the skills that would make it possible for an agent to get you booked. So you can have the best agent and no skill or no um, you know, natural ability to portray the, the idea that they need to get across, and that agent's gonna have a hard time booking you. Um, also be careful for, you know, uh, about getting with a very big agent and all they wanna do is take your pretty face and hire you or like sign you up because you look just like their star and then never book you because that'll take work away from the actual star does that make sense that's a little that's a little curveball right yeah so you want to be careful like obviously if a big agency signed me up in la right now i honestly don't think i'm ready for that i feel like developing my skills building my my credits in in a more emerging industry like you know walking dead or TV shows like, like that, which is massive in my opinion, but it's still not Mission Impossible. So that would be more beneficial because by the time that I do have five, six, seven to ten big credits and I go to Hollywood and you know join with these massive agencies that actually have ten credits and people will listen to, they'll look at me they look at the artist. So, for beginner actors, I would say, first of all, if you can become a doctor or an accountant and you're passionate about that, do it. Become that. But if you're really burdened by the the, the arts and it's you're, that's in you and there's nothing you can do about it, then, it. then, yeah, you should oh. do it. Oops. Do you think there's a parking spot back yes? there? Yeah. No. No? How can you tell? I mean, is it? Well, yeah. So, yeah, that's my advice. I think... Um, you know, train, enjoy the, the process of craft development, and when you're ready and you feel like you're an asset to an agent, remember they're a company too; they have to sell you. Then get an agent. It's gonna be awesome.
0: Well, Edwin, I look forward to seeing you on many screens. Thanks for hanging out with me in New York today.
1: Thank you for um, joining me in this traffic because <laughs> it made my day feel much
0: more. So, <laughs> we will definitely share the footage. Um, we'll, we'll share that with you as well, Dustin. Thanks for having me, and I'll be back again next week. Thank you, Dustin. I got a boy back home and rich again, and it tastes like Jack when I'm listening. So I told him that I never really liked his friends. Now he's gone, and he's going me a bench again. There's a guy that lives in the garden state and he told me that we'll make it till we graduate. So I told him that the
2: Time, but I never got the chance to make mine Cause she fell in love with little thin white lines London girl with an attitude Never told nobody when well, we look so cute Both got way better things to do But I always think about it when I write it through I believe, I believe, I believe I believe that we're meant to be But jealousy, jealousy, jealousy,
0: jealousy Get the best of me Yeah, look, I don't mean to frustrate But I always make the same mistakes yeah I